Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs, raising kidpreneurs. It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all while strengthening your family. And now we'd like to introduce your host. She's my mom and the bomb.com, Meg Brunson. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Familypreneur. This is episode number nine. And I am thrilled to be interviewing Hannah B. King today. Hannah is an offbeat, sunshine, and sea-loving mama of two. She's an intuitive success mentor for creative entrepreneurial mamas and a wild traveling gypsy at heart. She's been an avid student of some of the best spiritual teachers, thought leaders, and intuitive healers around the world for the past 15 years. At 23, while traveling solo through Southeast Asia, she met a man and got pregnant a month and a half later. This unexpected and intense thrust into motherhood ultimately led her to discover her divinely innate and intuitive power as she began learning how to truly harness it and live more from her soul calling. She's now on a mission, creating a movement of modern-day badass mamas collectively inspired on their journey of radical transformation and quantum growth, guiding them to create their dream-desired lifestyle on their own terms. She spends her time tromping in waterfalls with her family or camping on the beaches of her island home of Maui, Hawaii. Hi, Hannah. Thanks for joining us today. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. Me too. So I'd like to hear from you. What does it mean to be an intuitive success mentor? To best answer this, I kind of want to give you a little backstory, which is um, my mom, who's been my biggest mentor in all the ways, but she was kind of, I'm very similar to her in many ways. And she she was raised Christian actually, but then as she got older, she started to just kind of learn about so many different religions and spiritual practices and she became an astrologer and she became a tarot reader and she did all these different things, but she, she pulled out, you know, different elements of um, Buddhism and, and, um, my dad was, was Jewish. And so like we had this kind of modge podge of influence from a religious standpoint, sort of very lightly, and then very much so in the kind of all the different realms of spirituality, whatever that kind of would mean to to you. But from that, I kind of took, like, she really inspired a willingness to be open to all the different modalities and all the different um, elements of how to be in the world, really. And it kind of sparked a really strong interest for me in in just learning more. And so I was raised with that element of just... um, I don't know what to call it really, just this um, diversity, I guess you could say. And it really inspired a lot of curiosity in me and a desire to kind of 
learn a lot more about what resonated with me. And I guess from there, it just kind of spawned this, you know, fast forward many, many years now being a mama and showing up for my kids in the best way that I can. I have a strong passion for helping other women and helping them to stand in their fullest self, whatever that looks like, to use their innate gifts because we all absolutely have them. Um, but most of us are not necessarily as in tune with with them. We might be aware of our own individual strengths, but I believe our our innate gifts are a bit different than our, you know, what we can be good at. And so I really like to kind of pull that out of other people and help them just kind of see what's already in front of them that they just don't see. There's a lot of people who are hungry for finding a way that fits them in terms of what they believe and how they can expand their life and how they can how they can grow their business and their family in a really soulful and authentic way. Yeah, I hope that that answers your question. It's kind of a roundabout answer, but how do people work with you typically? Like do you do one-on-one coaching? Yeah, so I do one-on-one coaching. I've done a little bit of group coaching and then in, in the new year, um I'm going to be launching a mastermind as well, which I'm really excited about because it's kind of taking the the elements that I love the most, which is like I love getting all the information and I'm such a junkie for all the knowledge. And then I love to like translate it to other people. So um yeah, and I have my own obviously, you know, my own knowledge and abilities to share as well. So the mastermind, it feels like a really exciting way to kind of help people grow their business and have that community that's of like-minded people, like-minded women who are really wanting to like up-level and expand and and really do their business and their life and their family intentionally and purposefully. So yeah, but primarily I've done one-on-one coaching. And I love the one-on-one model. It's just, it's really cool to watch people, to watch people transform before your eyes. You know, it's, it's really awesome. Um, And to see them start businesses that feel really aligned with what they want to do. So I've typically worked with mothers. And so it's often been helping mamas who want to be the primary in their kid's life. And they also know that they have more purpose outside of their role as a mama and and finding how to navigate that and do something that really lights them up and fuels them as an individual but that also can support them as as a mother as a you know as a primary caregiver to their children the moms that you typically work with are they pre-launch for a business like they are considering and exploring that yeah, they're either um they've either dabbled in some kind of entrepreneurial endeavor, you know, some of them have done you know um direct sales businesses or they've done like little th- you know, maybe they have like a craft business or something like that and they they want to pursue something bigger, they want to have they want to be making more money, they want to be giving themselves more time and and doing something that they really love. So I, I attract those people. And then I also attract um, the mamas who maybe have started something, but they haven't gotten the momentum that they wanted. And then the mastermind will be more about people who have a business. You know, I kind of have that same ideal client. She's just in different places in her journey, basically. 
Um, so it's like the woman who hasn't started yet. And she's like, I need something outside of my role as a mama. And then she started something, but she's like, what am I doing? <laughs> How do I do this? I need to do this successfully. And then the mastermind is she's further along in her journey. She's doing it, but she just, she needs to up-level her mindset. She needs to up-level her, her mentality. She wants to work smarter, not harder. She wants to let go of the hustle and start being really intentional. She's, um, you know, she's a lot more clear about how she's showing up with her purpose outside of her role as a mama, but she doesn't, she's, she feels like she's not doing a very good job at it. (laughs) So it's like, I need community. I need um, a support system. I need some better tools and I want to take my business and like skyrocket it. Yeah. It's basically all the same woman, just different levels of her journey. (laughs) That's great though. So people can just stay with you the whole, the whole time. I never really designed it that way. It's just how it evolved. And I think it's because as I'm sure you know, it's like as you evolve as an individual and as an entrepreneur, so does your business and so do the people that you attract. And and so it's just the natural, beautiful evolution if we allow it to occur that way. Correct me if I'm wrong. You work pretty heavily on helping people transform like their thought process. You're very mindset focused. Is that correct? I am. I'm very mindset focused. Um, the for me, the the business strategy, the kind of more tangible, practical business elements came after the fact because it was after my own growth process and learning how to do, you know, an online business on my own. And then I was like, I really like this stuff, and I wanted to help other people do it. The initial spark for me in helping women was about, you know, when I was in the beginning of my journey in helping women, it was. It was really about noticing how so many women, they were so focused on their babies and they wanted to be so, they wanted to be that mama that they dreamt of being, but there's a lot of pressure to be, you know, this kind of mama or there's this method and this method and don't do this and you got to do that. And it was just, there's so much pressure and um, a lot of women feel really crappy about themselves and they feel like they're not doing a good job and they have these this tug to do more than just being a mama, but they're already overwhelmed and drowning with their role as a mama. And so it's just this, um, it was of course spawned from my own journey as a mother. And then, and then it also, I feel like I just had so many women talking to me about the same sort of thing. And I thought, okay, I, I have this ability to help people. And that was kind of what birthed my business. But that's what I know. Like I, you know, back to kind of how I grew up and I'm, you know, my mom raised us with so much awareness about, you know, our own intuition, our own guidance system, how to tap into that, how to use meditation, how to, you know, like I was raised learning about meditation and listening to Abraham Hicks and being like, you know, just this little fly on the wall as my mom learned all of this stuff. And so it's been instilled in my environment ever since I was a kid. And then as an adult, I've kind of honed that and, and learned about how to, you know, what really resonates with me and how to translate that for other people. Because there are so many people who are, you know, wanting to do the entrepreneurial direction and, you know, dive into that realm. But a huge, huge stop 
for so many people is their own belief system about themselves. This feeling of not being worthy, this feeling of I've just got to power through it and I've just got to I've got to just um, be super mom and um, and who am I to do this? You know, and all of these things they they come up for all of us. You know, a lot of us feel really lonely on our journey, and so you know, my approach in in the work that I do is really working from the inside out. So you can have the best business idea ever and you can be suffering inside and it's not going to align. It's like two magnets, two opposite magnets. They're not, they don't align. They're going to, you know, run the different directions. So you've got to be in alignment with this, these ideas, these, these visions that you have and to really know that you can do it because sometimes somebody has, they've got the perfect ideal client. They've got the perfect business model. They've got, they've got the strategy. They've got the marketing. They've got, you know, they've got the fancy website and they're like, I don't have any sales. Well, what's the problem? And it's because there's some sort of internal block. And so I like to dig into that (laughs) and dig it up and dig it out and, and really clear, like not just, Oh, let's just, you know, slap a bandaid on that. It's like, let's, dig it all up. What's the core, you know, what's, what's the root of that? Let's get it, get that out so that we can really start lining up with what it is that we want to create in our life. And in turn, we're, we're, we're such a better, you know, example and model for our children. That's when we're like, I am doing, I am being the person that I want to be for them rather than feeling like you continue to fall short and you suck as a mom. (laughs) So I'm sure everybody's totally different. Like it's a different blocker for everybody, but is there one that you feel like is more prevalent than others or like one or two that you could touch on that a lot of people might be facing and maybe they even don't know it? Yeah. Um, well, and I kind of touched on it before it's the, there's a few, a big one is feelings of unworthiness. People aren't necessarily going to use that word like, Oh, I don't feel worthy, but that's kind of the core of it. It's, um, I suck as a mom. I suck doing this business. I suck at this. I'm not doing that well enough. I'm not doing that well enough. You're beating yourself up. It's just this feeling of I'm not doing a good job. Like I'm bad. I'm wrong. I'm unworthy to some degree. Actually, we all have some sort of element of that unworthiness. It's a current that kind of runs through all of us. And it's ridiculous when you think about it because I mean... We see our children when we they're first born. Is there anything about them that's unworthy? They're they're perfect. They're perfect little creatures. We are no different. We were those little perfect babies at one time too. <laughs> we you know we have our journey. We we learn untruths, and that's it's you know it's like we start off as these perfect little creatures, and then we go through our whole life to to remember. <laughs> to remember that we are just divine creatures, really. So the unworthiness, some storyline about unworthiness. Another big one is I, I just got to power through it. There's this kind of like the super mom thing. There's the, you know, I've heard people express it in different ways. Like I've got to power through it. I've got to muscle through it. I've got to soldier through it. I've just got to like get this done and then I'll let go, you know, then I can do X, Y, Z. It's this, I've got to hustle through this and then later I can deal with myself or later I can deal with my desires or later I can deal with whatever. And then 
I would say those are the kind of like top two. And then imposter syndrome is a big one, but that kind of goes into the unworthiness. It's the, the, who am I, you know, who am I to start a business? Who am I to be a really amazing mom to my children? Who am I to, to be successful? Who am I to have a, a successful business and a successful home? Whatever the thing is, you know, who am I to have the body or have, you know, get to the, reach that weight that I want to reach. Or it's, it's always something along the lines of like, everybody else gets to have this except for me, which is also, you know, when we look at it from the bird's eye view, it's, it's ridiculous, but we make up these silly stories in our head. And so it's about rewriting the stories, rewriting those, um, those pathways in our brain, letting our, our thoughts kind of take different pathways to a more helpful and positive and uplifting thought process. And it's amazing what you can do when you just start to become aware. So yeah, I would say that those are the probably the top three that everybody seems to have some sort of current in that regard. I remember going, yeah, I said that yesterday. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. This is the work that I do. And I still, I still come up against my own walls with it because when we are growing, that's when we are vulnerable. And when we are vulnerable, that's when all the doubts and fears and self-limiting beliefs come in. So if you are not experiencing something along those lines, then you're probably not pushing yourself to grow enough. And so it's not about making you know, the fear go away or making these... I mean, yes, the, the limiting beliefs, those can shift. Fear, fear is going to always be present if we are on the leading edge of our growth. So it's about learning how to say, yeah, I see you and I'm going to keep moving this direction. I'm calling the shots. I have the power. My fear is not the one that's in control. And so it's just kind of shifting, shifting how we are approaching it. And I think, again, the awareness, like having awareness about what our brain is doing, what our thoughts are thinking, the words that we're speaking, that is really honestly the first step with any of it is awareness. You know, you can't change something if you don't have awareness around it. And I'm glad you said that you still are dealing with it yourself too. Oh yeah. (laughs) I feel like it ties back into itself so much that it's ironic, but it would be easy to listen to that and think, oh, I think all those things that makes me a bad person or that shows that I'm flawed. And then you get in that downward spiral. When really, like you said, you should be feeling those things often and it's just yeah, shift the mindset and get through it. Yeah. Well, and even that, it's like, it's, you know, getting into a more empowered state as an individual. And so, yes, becoming aware of those limiting beliefs mm-hmm. is huge. Then the next step is really starting to eradicate them and, sh- and changing it. So start saying something different to yourself. Start taking many baby step actions that are going to shift your belief. So for instance, say you feel like you suck as a mom. <laughs> You've got you know an entrepreneurial following. So say I'm focusing on my business and then I'm my kids are suffering or my family life is suffering because I'm not focusing on them as much as I want to. And I just feel like I'm sucking at being a present mom. So something along the lines of that conversation is occurring for you. So then the shift would be 
okay, what's something I can do to believe and shift that, to believe something different, to believe something a little bit better and to start shifting that belief structure. So it's one saying something different and two doing an action that confirms and proves to yourself that that, that, that thing you're saying to yourself is different. So, you know, there was that big whole wave of affirmations are so great and they are, but the missing thing that some people seem to not get is this like, well, and, and it's, it's different for everybody, but ultimately what I teach and how I kind of help people along this kind of journey is rather than saying, I suck, I suck, I suck. And then being like, I'm the most amazing mom. You don't believe that. So it sets off your BS meter. You're like, that's not true. (laughs) And that's not doing you any good. And then people are like, well, affirmations don't work. Well, the trick is taking a baby step. So if you can believe instead of I suck and you can't believe yet that I'm the most amazing mom, then what would be something that could be that kind of segue? It's a baby step towards I'm the best mom that I can be for my children. So something, for instance, you know, to just give your listeners uh, an example so they can kind of take this and use it for whatever is occurring for them. It could be something like, I'm making time for my family or I'm on my way to finding more balance or it often helps when you say something about the journey or I'm on my way or I'm working towards or I like on my way. A lot of people, it helps them to be like, yes, I'm, I might not be there yet, but I'm on my way to it. But the key is that it, it can't be, I'm not ignoring my children. Like that's a, a negative. It's a double negative. You can't do that. So it has to be an I am statement. And so if it's, I am on my way, then you can believe that I'm, I'm making more thoughtful choices for my family. Something like that, that just kind of steers you towards believing, okay, I'm going to do that. And then the action to back that up is something, a a baby step. So maybe you commit in in the beginning and granted, you're going to grow that, you're going to expand this, but maybe you're so focused on work and you're not spending enough time with your family. So maybe you commit to, I'm going to spend five minutes, my phone's away, all the things that could be distracting to me. I'm spending five minutes of undivided attention with my children. And if you're thinking, well, five minutes is like, that's ridiculous. It's not enough time. Well, number one, five minutes to a kid is like so much time. (laughs) Um, And two, the key is baby steps. Do what you know you can do. If 30 minutes, like if you can do 30 minutes, great. But if you are gonna, the key is that you do it and you do it without a doubt, even on the most busy, crazy day, if you can make that happen. So I've literally put clients on the hook for, for doing five squats a day because it's doable and I'm doing five squats a day or I'm drinking an extra glass of water every day. Something that's just, it's shifting your pathways, your brain pathways. It's letting you know, I am doing that and you're, you're, you're believing it and you're doing it. And then once that's solidified, then you make the next step. I hope that that's, kind of your listeners can kind of take that and apply it to whatever might be something that that they're kind of struggling with in the moment. And then it would seem that, I think that was great, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) I'm able to follow along. So I think that that's going to be really helpful. Once you get over like that, that initial hurdle that you've identified, Mm. does it impact kind of everything? So like if right now my issue, like 
going off your example is spending time with my children. I have to think that once I, I figure out this process for improving my situation with my kids, that it's going to be really easy to apply it to other situations like situations with my business. So do you feel like typically work with one or the other, like women looking for help in business versus family, or it's kind of a mix? I mean, it's also interconnected. It's our lives. You know, I, I think that it's hard to separate the two, at least for me, it's always been because it's like when you, you vacuum out your entire house, but then you leave one room that, that you didn't get to. And then you walk into that room and then you're tracking the, the dirt into the rest of the house. They're all interconnected. It's our lives. You know, if your relationship is suffering, then you're going to kind of feel down about that. And then you're going to not necessarily have the strength and confidence with your business. It's affecting you to some degree. So you might be able to compartmentalize. You might be able to separate them to a degree. But ultimately, you know, if one area of your life is suffering and the others are so great, that to me does not look like success. That to me looks like they're suffering and that needs to be addressed because what happens, it's it's just like a disease. It's just like cancer. You know, it's like it's in one spot and then it spreads to all the different cells in your body. And it's the same thing with our belief systems and our overall desired emotional state and spiritual state. If there's some element of dis-ease in our lives, then it bleeds into everything. You know, if you're not making enough money and you're stressed about money, then you might be reacting to your kids more. You might be reacting to your spouse. You might be feeling like needy, got to get my clients. Whereas if you're, if that part is taken care of, then you're a little bit more calm and relaxed with your kids because that, I mean, we all have our moments, but you can notice where when there is stress, then it bleeds into all the other areas of our lives. And so I personally don't believe that that it could be very compartmentalized. To me, that's kind of a warning sign. Not that somebody's wrong or bad, but just that there's something that needs to get addressed because they're trying to kind of stuff this one element and there's other pieces that need attention. And I and yes, it can absolutely be applied to all areas of our lives. And you can make baby step mantras with a baby step action attached to it and shift anything in your life. It's It's that doing these baby step things and having this massive bigger vision at the end of it and holding that really, you know, if you're just taking baby steps and you don't know where you're going, then you're just taking a baby step and you don't know where you're going. But if you have this bigger vision and you're holding that bigger vision and you're just like, all I got to do is just like focus here and focus on the vision. I'm, I'm focusing on where I am in this present moment and I'm focused on this bigger vision. And that's what, it's not the how to, it's not here, take this step and then take this step because that's the beauty of how we operate. When you let go of the how-to, those big quantum leaps can happen because your if your vision is clear and you're focused on that vision, and then you're doing these like right now, here's my here's my one step, one foot in front of the other, and you're not you're, like everything in the middle is just don't worry about that. You can get from a to Z by keeping that vision strong and taking those baby step actions. And then the how-to just naturally occurs and naturally unfolds. That's a little side tangent, but 
No, it makes sense. If you're worried too much about, if you're taking the steps too carefully, like you're too worried about what you're doing, then you're never actually going to get there. Yeah. I mean, and if you're like, oh, well, what's the next, you'll know exactly what the, you know, once you solidify, like, okay, I am, I am being more thoughtful about making time for my family and that feels solidified and you are doing that. And then if you're worried about the next step, you won't really know. But then once you get there, then it's like, oh, well, this is the next piece that I need to, like, this is the next bit that I want to have more time. I want to be less, you know, so whatever it, it inspires, like our journey is what inspires the next step rather than having this perfectly laid out plan. Not that you can't make a to-do list and make the plan, but just be willing to flex within that. Be willing for things to be open to the, to the next like inspired action or the next inspired thought that occurs because that's when it's like, that's when we're really in flow and able to just like allow things to occur rather than trying to make it happen. There's a lot of value that you just provided. (laughs) Good. If you could pull out like an important, like one most important pack a punch type of advice that you could give somebody, what would that be? I feel like there's one word that I have brought with me through my journey into becoming a mama. Um, I had a very unusual entry into motherhood, then being pregnant, giving birth, becoming a mama, and then the role of parenthood, and then now raising my business. There's one word that has always been, I think, the ultimate saving grace, and that is surrender. Because we want to hold on so tight to how we think something should go. And when we let go and when we surrender and allow things to occur, even if it's the really sucky stuff, even if it's like, I'm miserable, (laughs) but just surrender and allow things to occur versus the the tight grip on it's got to be just this way. Um, You know, this can apply to everything from pregnancy, birth, motherhood, business, all the things, money, relationships, everything. It's just, we have these ideas and we want to be, we want to feel like we're in control of how they, how they go. And I just, I think it's the one thing that I tell everybody, which is just let go and surrender and let, let things occur and see what unfolds for you. Is it always easy? Absolutely not. But Surrender is key to anything, to any growth that we want in our lives. So I would say that would be the biggest number one. And one more thing, which would be to give yourself grace and to be kind to yourself. Because whether you're raising a business and you're doing an entrepreneurial endeavor or you're raising your family, it is big work. It is hard work and it is beautiful, magical work. But it is not going to be enjoyable if we are beating ourselves up. So give yourself kindness and love and respect. And when you're struggling with that, imagine yourself as your, as your children. Imagine how you love your children. You might want to like scream at them and shake them sometimes because they're like driving you crazy. But ultimately, then you just want to hug them and you want to love them. And that's how we have to treat ourselves. That's like the little girl or the little boy in us. They just need love. We just need love. So be willing to, you know, when you're really wanting to beat yourself up, 
look at yourself as if you look at your children. It's just pure love. And that will get you through everything. Thank you. Yeah. For those people who want more, where can they find you? I mostly hang out on Facebook and Instagram. So you can find me on Instagram at Hannah B. King Mama. So H-A-N-N-A-H, B is in boy, king, like a king and queen, and then mama, Hannah B. King Mama. And then um, same thing for Facebook. That's my personal page. Friend me. I'd love to be your friend, your virtual friend. My business page on Facebook is the Empowered Mama Mentor. Yeah, those are probably the best places to find me. And yeah, if you if you find me on Instagram, you'll see all my funny kid shenanigans and um, in in the Instagram stories. I've been having fun with that lately. <laughs> and we'll put all the links in the show notes so everybody can find you easily. Perfect. So thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. It was a, a, a delight. You will find all the recommended links and the show notes at megbrenson.com slash nine. Last episode, I spoke with Sherry Bevan. Sherry is a former global head of IT service in an international law firm and now runs The Confident Mother, an independent coaching practice. Sherry has been running her own business alongside marathons since 2012, and she works as an author, coach, and speaker. She specializes in helping ambitious women get clear on what they really want, then find the confidence to take action and move forward in their career or business. If you haven't heard it yet, go back and give it a listen. Next week, I will chat with a personal friend of mine, Vicki Deluzio. Vicki is a blogging and homeschooling mom of three, living in Surprise, Arizona, which is a suburb of Phoenix. Her and her husband are both entrepreneurial, and she involves her children in her business. We discuss the basics of blogging and issues related to competition in your niche. So subscribe to the podcast today, because you'd hate to miss that episode. Did you know that my mom has a Facebook page, Instagram account, YouTube channel, and more? Her username is The Meg Brunson. Just about everywhere. You should go follow her.